Today, we have a very special topic for you. We are going to be talking about how to improve or manage caretaker fatigue when your child or parent struggles with emotional or mental illness. How to navigate those times where you feel peacelessness in your home or your heart. Now, this topic is going to be important, y'all, and I want to make sure that you tune in so you can go ahead and go ahead, plug in today. This is super important. I'm so excited to have a special guest with us. So today's special guest with us that we have today joins us from Canada. She is a psychotherapist who is focused in on innovation and wellness-oriented support for child and youth care practitioners and as well a mental health advocate. What's so powerful is that we're going to be in conversation today because I am a both a mental health therapist and executive coach and as you know an interfaith minister who focuses in on mind, body, well-being, and supports visionary leaders like yourself who are tuning in to thrive. And so I want to make sure that as a historically excluded executive, if you are someone who is either caretaking an elder parent, caretaking a child, or caretaking teens that at moments feel like, oh my goodness, this feels like I'm experiencing a child tantrum, anything of the above. I want to make sure that you have the tools. So her and I are going to be in conversation today. Alethea is perfect for this conversation because she not only comes in with a background as a mental health advocate for young adults and youth in conversation with me, who's an advocate for health, human service administrators and executives and everyday superheroes like you and others who are pioneer and visionary leaders. But she also knows how to take a moment and plug in and step back and take time to laugh or be in stillness and silence. She has training and experience in mindfulness, teaching coping strategies, being gentle with your mind. And so we are, this is the perfect, we are the perfect combo to be talking today about peacelessness in your mind and in your home and heart and what to do about it without stopping self care. As a resilient, determined, passionate, collaborative, and mindful therapist and life coach with over 10 years of experience with an Afrocentric grounding in her background and how her skill sets show up, we are so excited to have her joining in today. So get ready for a treat. Now, if you haven't done so already, I want to make sure that you go ahead and plug in to below, subscribe, follow, like, and make sure that you continue to get these amazing gems focused in on self-care, self-love, and success for your everyday superhero. So, a little caveat before we get started on this conversation, know that this conversation is meant to support your journey of well-being and helping you to be the unstoppable loved leader that you are. Know that we provide these strategies to our ambitious leaders, our visionary leaders, who are oftentimes historically excluded, that have for many generations felt left out from the table, and we support you to deepen self-love, reclaim authentic freedom, 
achieve mental clarity and better health, and manifest your vision of excellence so that you can make sure the naysayers in the world and the inner critic that likes to pop up in your own mind does not block your shine. This is for educational purposes, so if you need additional support and want to go ahead and schedule a consultation because you are someone who has a child that needs additional support, you will get more information about how to plug into Aletheia. And if you are a historically excluded executive or a visionary leader who needs additional support from one of our team members or a healthcare professional, you can go ahead and DM us or reach out in the show notes below. So today's topic is delicious because we need to make sure that if we are manifesting our vision, then having peace in our mind, having peace in our home, having peace in our heart is essential. And so we want to make sure that we go ahead and welcome Alethea to the show today. So as we welcome her, let's give her a round of applause for joining the show. Welcome to the Self Love for Everyday Superhero Show. Now, we're going to be getting started soon, and I want to make sure that everyone who is joining can see and hear you clearly. So if you don't mind, what we're going to be doing is getting started in a moment, landing on in. I've just done an amazing introduction um, of you, and we want to go ahead and do a deep dive in. So while you're getting your light set up and getting things a little bit clearer, I'm going to go ahead and do um, an additional follow-up for those who are joining because I want to make sure you have a dynamic experience that we are about to have together. So we will take a deep breath in. Okay, we're going to go y'all to some generational well-being here because who knows when we talk about touching in on families when we talk about touching in on being a caretaker and having caretaker fatigue whether you've experienced that today know someone who is experiencing it or is someone who is thinking about building a family even and you want to make sure that you have the tools this is the episode to listen into so make sure that you like you subscribe below and then you can connect in with this amazing episode. So we are about to get started because we are committed here to supporting 1 million ambitious leaders, individuals, executives who are historically excluded to break through barriers of well-being, achieving their next level of peak performance, and making sure that self-love is front and center to you as a executive, as a visionary leader, and as an everyday superhero. So we're about to dive in. Alethea, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome. Yes, I can hear you clearly. If you can, perfect. If you can hear clearly, go ahead and comment below. Tap on in wherever you're tuning in from, from around the world, because we are having international conversations today. All right, perfect, perfect. So we're about to tune in, and I know for me, you know, this subject is very much uh, a heart center for me. You know, I grew up in a household where I had an amazing mom who was an amazing visionary leader. And oftentimes, because of the stress of immigration, the stress of overcoming domestic violence, 
and just the stress of showing up as an executive and powerhouse where she was oftentimes one of the few women of color in spaces, she ended up developing mental health challenges. And so as someone who became her caretaker, I inherited a lot of her stress as well. And so whether you are a caretaker of an adult or a child, you this might hit home for you. Or you might, like I said earlier, have team members that sometimes act like children. You might need some of the tools we're going to be using today. So Alifi, I'm so glad that you were here. So I want to, you know, if, you, if you're landing here and tuning in, Alethea, tell us a little bit about the first time you fell in love with being a mental health advocate for children. Give us a little, a little uh, sneak peek into behind the scenes for us.
Mm. Wow. And I think that, you know, you know, you are hearing and tuning in as a historically excluded executive, you know, I'm sure all of us can imagine what it's like to be in one environment that you feel not only like you're one of the few of them, but then being in a way asked to leave and feeling like you need to be removed from the space, right? And people oftentimes don't talk about that. And so you had early insight into what it meant to not have agency as a young person, and whether you are 12 or you are 120 tuning in today, you know, we are super clear that no one ever needs to feel excluded from the table, right? And so that's what you're speaking into. So, you know, as we're tuning in here, you know, as someone that, you know, I'm, I'm getting to know and building with, you're new to our ecosystem, but what is really wonderful is just, you know, I can hear your heart in the story. And so in the spirit of transitioning, you know, and we were to speak now into, you know, how is it that when you began to have conversations with young people, what are some of the things that you are hearing are so important about what is causing them to feel like, and examples of what's causing them to feel like they're struggling with, um, with mental health? What, what is causing them to feel like they might experience emotional isolation or not feeling like they can have someone to go to? What are some of the things that you're hearing in community? Mm. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so interesting as you speak into those four gems and make sure that you take and, you know, catch that if you need to do a replay of track this episode back to catch it, right? Those four areas are so key to be able to tune into, right? And so what I'm hearing, which I think is so powerful, is how that can tie into the inner child, right? Because so many times if you experience that feeling of not feeling like you belong when you're younger, or if you are someone in the role of a caretaker when you're younger and you're tuning in, you're listening to this, and you were the person who was parenting your parent at some point in your journey, right? You might become an adult who ends up, if you're not careful, attracting others that make you feel like you don't belong or dismissing your own voice, or not always including yourself, or if someone dismisses you, you take it on as your own, knowing that, okay, you might just want to push through, but your inner child might be saying, I need to heal right now. I just need to feel. I need to name it so I can tame it, like I like to say. So there are so many ways that our children and children in our lives can teach us so much about healing our own stuff, you know? And so I want to now kind of from that vantage point, turn tables a little bit, right? I want to turn tables and I want to speak about an important subject. I'm going to do a drum roll. Okay. We often don't talk about what does it look like when we confuse acting out from emotional distress or mental illness. Let's talk about that for a moment because whether we have a child in our life or an adult in our life who is regressing because as you get older, we begin to experience things that are different, right? We begin to feel childlike in a way, depending on, you know, what's happening functioning-wise. You can be a strong elder in your community, or you can be someone who's going through it and having a breakdown and a family member is responsible for taking over. And sometimes there's a misunderstanding because especially in historically excluded communities, we don't know... 
Oh, what? What? What is? You stop it right now! You're acting up, right? Because there's not an understanding of the difference between acting out and just being a wayward child, right? Or an ungrateful this or that, versus like having emotional, mental health challenges that are not purposefully causing peaceful peacelessness, right? One is on purpose. One is not. Uh, on purpose, right? And so can we speak to how to, some signs that help us know the difference when, I know for me growing up, we didn't even know what mental health or illness was before I went and studied it, right? So what are some of the signs that know this is on purpose, you're, you're breaking my peace, and this is not on purpose, and what to do about it?
Absolutely. And I think this is this is key and important to remember, right? For those who are tuning in to put things into context, right? You know, what Alethea I think is so powerfully speaking into is the development of the amygdala, the way that the brain develops. This is not saying that if you are a historically excluded executive who's tuning in, who's 25, that we're not saying that you're not capable of making decisions. What we are saying is that there is neuroscience, there is research that has shown that there's a reason why people call it kind of this mercury, what does they call it now, The at 27, when you're, um, when you're stepping into the next phase of life. Astrologers yes. say that that's a time where all of a sudden you start going through all of these changes and you start discovering yourself and it feels like the world is coming to a climax because there's something is shifting and changing in you as you step into that next phase of adulthood. So we're really looking at when you see these signs, you know, you're seeing something where maybe there's a tantrum acting out and you're like, wait, this is not quite what I would expect from my teenager, right? Then this is where you call in support, you know, this is where you call in the support of a coach or a therapist to make sure that you get that additional insight so that you can really have someone hand in hand. And I want to just name that for those who are, you know, caretaking elders, you might have a belief that, oh my gosh, the person is not going to be open to support. But guess what? There's so many adults these days, just like young adults, who, as Alethea is speaking into, are so super aware of themselves, right? Are increasingly aware of, you know, self-care, increasingly aware of mental health awareness and, and, and importance of a therapy. And so just as many people who are um, resistant, there are so many who are saying, you know what, actually, I realize that I'm ready for additional care, even if they don't always have the language because they're little, you know. And sometimes when we look at the little ones, they're saying things that make us feel like, oh, my gosh, they're like little adults. And we just have to remember that, you know what, they might be saying things like they're little adults. They might be around adults. 
but the way that they're processing information is that their little bodies are just trying to make sense of everything, just yeah. the same way that we are. And so because we talk a lot about a lot of big stuff on the show, and because we do a deep dive and you've given us some gems and pieces, I want us just to kind of think about now, based on your experience, what are some, you know, maybe one or two misconceptions that people have? that you, we want to break today. So if we were to say, you know what, let's transition here as we come to our time and say, what are one or two misconceptions that people have about, you know, what happens if you are the person caring for someone, whether little or older, who, you know, might be causing me peacelessness at the end of my workday? What is a misconception about, you know, a little person or a teenager or an elder who might make me feel peaceless in my home or peaceless in my mind, and I'm just trying to find peace at the end of my workday. What is a misconception about that behavior, and what can we do about it from a, you know, a caretaker's perspective?
absolutely. And I thought that was powerful. So taking time to rain, I, I love that acronym, right? So taking time to reflect, recognize, reflect, right? Recognize, reflect, taking time to be attentive and acknowledge and accept, taking time to investigate and taking time to nurture. So if you, you know, capture that, right, as a gem, right? So if you are someone who is taking care of your child or taking care of an elder, and oftentimes you might feel like there's so many moving parts and you may not always feel like your efforts are acknowledged, or you might feel like there's a moment where you might feel dismissed, or you might feel like it's kicking up your own stuff, right? Because as historically excluded executives, we do our best to provide a good lifestyle for those we care for, and we can kick up our stuff when we feel like, oh my gosh, am I being a good provider? And so we get to nurture ourselves and know, I'm doing my best, I am enough, I am worthy of being a loved everyday superhero. And so this is where we get to pause in, right? For those who are tuning in and listening today, you know, we want to invite in some peace into this moment. If you have listened to the end of this episode, we want to take a moment to applause you and celebrate you. We want to make sure that we remember that when I love myself in spite of, I set myself free. Because when I remember who I am, the game changed. And so in the spirit of nurturing our self-love, our self-care, and our success, we hope that today's episode has invited in spaces where you can invite in peace in your home, peace in your mind, and support for you as amazing caretaker an everyday superhero that you are. Thank you, Alethea, again for joining. Any final words as we depart today? Please do something good for yourself. You've heard it here and you deserve it. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe, comment below, leave a positive review, and you'll find out how to stay connected to Alethea shortly. So glad to have you on the show today and be well. <laughs>